0: Drive time ninety one point three. Always on the edge. Was it the Cape Drive time? It is oh eight two nine nine one three nine one three. Is uh, the WhatsApp line? Quite a number uh, coming in of them coming in. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. In fact. Um, ...talking about uh, the, uh, v- the the vaccines, and we'll get to that uh, later on. But I do believe uh, we are having uh, trouble getting hold of our guest, and uh, the Joe Biden administration has finally authorized the release of the report about the 2018 murder of Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi. However in allowing the report to be released biden has not overlooked the u.s saudi relations uh, politically economically militarily but has instead after all those garbled words decided not to sanction crown prince bin salman for his role in the khashoggi murder it's no longer alleged so does the Khashoggi killing block the path to the throne for bin Salman? Probably not. We chat to Turkish journalist Vakas Dogentakin. Welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me Yes, indeed uh, um, we 're going to be doing it on whatsapp, so let 's hope it comes through loud and clear. Put it on the maximum value on speaker phone. The whole situation of uh, Jamal Khashoggi in Turkey, what is made of the fact that Joe Biden did speak, apparently, to King Salman and told him that the country has to improve its human rights behavior? But King Salman, as we know, has no power, and he's so senile he probably can't even remember his own name. So what do you make of that?
1: Um... First of all, you know, uh, if we look at it from human rights perspective, the um, U.S. is probably the last country on earth to lecture any country on human rights issues. Um, I'm not talking about this Kashyyyk case and their attitude towards uh, Saudi Arabia, but uh, in general. Uh, the you know murder of uh, black teens on American streets for no reason, and all these George Floyd protests and everything. You know, first of all, we have to just uh, emphasize that U.S. is not the country to lecture any country in the world actually um, rights. But besides this uh, fact, uh, if we uh, go back to the Khashoggi murder, it happened in Istanbul, and um, it was. Uh, very um, obvious that the Saudi crown prince um, had ordered this operation and all these people very very close to him uh, a squad uh, went to Turkey and uh, they have uh, murdered uh, journalist, uh, Saudi journalist uh, Kashukji. He was uh, very critical of especially uh, the crown prince in his uh, writings, in his articles for Washington Post and other media outlets yes and, yes uh, sorry so in, in, yeah he came to,
0: i was just i was just going to say so that he he,
1: came,
0: yeah sorry yeah. do carry on i'm just going to say the animosity between jamal khashoggi and bin salman goes way back to the time when bill bin salman was the governor of the city of Riyadh, and khashoggi was already criticizing him at that stage so it goes back a long way exactly
1: um, and uh, the way uh, Saudi Arabia, I'm not going to say Saudi Arabia, but, you know, it was actually the, the initiative and it was uh, the plan of Saudi Crown Prince. A lot of people in Saudi government, in Saudi royal family does not approve of what uh, the Crown Prince did. And it's actually a bad stain uh, on the Saudi kingdom. They don't deserve this. But... It happened and Turkey has showed the, the world all the evidences uh, regarding this murder, all the audio recordings and uh, all other details of the murder. It was a horrific murder, by the way, I don't want to get into the details. No, no. And shared it with all intelligence agencies, uh, US intelligence, uh, European intelligence services, they have, they have shared with everybody and it actually left almost no uh, rumor um that you know the the saudi uh, operatives were behind it uh, ordered by uh, the crown prince and uh, the u.s uh, um, administration the current administration biden administration was putting so much pressure on uh, pre- former president trump on why he doesn't sanction saudi arabia why he doesn't cut ties with the saudi crown prince trump was under see, tremendous pressure from the Biden uh, campaign from the Democrats, but they came to power in January and uh, this thing uh, became official. And uh, now all they do is just to, uh, you know, continue the relations with Saudi Arabia. There's no disruption in relations. Uh, They have released an intelligence report, but from Secretary of State Antony Blinken's statement and Biden administration's other statements, We see that uh, the Saudi Crown Prince will be getting away with this uh, murder and there won't be any significant sanctions, which is no different than the Trump administration's policy against the Saudi Crown Prince. So uh, right now, the Biden administration's approach to the Middle East and all these Middle Eastern so-called allies is no different than Trump. Uh, Towards Israel, it is the same. Towards Saudi Arabia, it is the same. So uh, one actually wonders, so what is the difference between a Democrat and a Republican when all the policies are the
0: same? Yeah, um, I would say perhaps Biden is a lot more sugar-coated than Trump ever was. But th- there's, a, there's a lot of questions that that is coming out of this whole scenario. The CIA report apparently was leaked because they were angry with Trump. It has now been released. And I'd like to know what you think of it in Turkey because... Originally, 21 people were named, um, and we know in Turkey, you people have named 26 people, uh, 20 on trial and another six added to that particular trial. But three three men's names were taken off that list. Uh, one of them related to uh, an intelligence official, two other names we don't really know. I am guessing that those three men might have been working for... Were those men working for the Americans? Is that why their names have been taken off? Maybe they were CIA informers or something. What are you people in Turkey making of the fact that three people's names were removed from the original CIA report?
1: Actually, uh, it was definitely a controversial move, and it uh, it came right after the administration's... Uh, um, Conversation with the Saudi uh, king um, and um, but obviously uh, there have been other talks mostly uh, I mean most likely by with the crown prince and they have probably uh, you know pressured each other and uh, they wanted these three names to be off the list and suddenly the original list was published on Friday but on Monday they removed these three names And they haven't actually done a lot of, uh, um, you know, clarification with regards to that. Um, And in Turkey, uh, what we, uh, you know, right now observe is just U.S. inaction against uh, Saudi Arabia. And honestly, uh, the the mood in Turkey is uh, U.S. will never to uh, do, do anything right when it comes to human rights, especially on this Kashyyub case. So we are not really expecting too much of the Biden administration. Uh, and uh, there's not even much talk of it at, at this time because um, we know in a way that the, their approach to Saudi Arabia is not going to be very different than uh, the Trump administration. and. Um, you know i lived in the in the united states for 13 years and i, I kind of know how the, the state department works and uh, and this administration especially Biden administration is not a risk taker administration they will just go with the flow and they will not uh, really disrupt any alliances uh, they will not do anything uh, risky or extreme uh, in their moves and um, so we don't we, we can expect that uh, there will be all talk and no walk uh, by administration.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of our listeners are silently agreeing with you on that. Just to get back to those, those three names that were taken off the list, because it's made international news. Uh, last night, I was trying to find lists of all the people that have been charged. The three names that were taken off the CIA list, are they on the Turkish list of people who are currently being prosecuted for the crime against Jamal Khashoggi?
1: I think so uh, because the Turkish um, court uh, in in absentia they have uh, you know started a legal process and and uh, we have included all the names involved in this uh, in this process and um it is actually it has actually become a, a very sour issue between uh, Turkey and Saudi Arabia for a long time and um, Turkey uh, never accepted any kind of. Uh, Um, offer from the Saudi uh, Arabian uh, crown prince uh, when it came to uh, the Khashoggi murder. Turkey just wanted to uh, continue with this legal process and uh, and hold people accountable for their um, actions and we still expect the same thing uh, from all other countries and uh, it is an important crime against uh, a journalist, uh, against a dissident and um, we think US actually uh, find it very difficult to defend freedom of speech or uh, press anywhere else if they don't own this uh, Khashoggi case and if they don't really put pressure on the the people who are responsible for this.
0: It is interesting of course, um, I think very few people know that Jamal Khashoggi, that his grandfather was originally Turkish, he was a doctor, he was a physician to uh, Abdulaziz Al saud who was the, the so-called founding father of the Saudi nation-state, the only country in the world named after a family, that uh, Jamal Khashoggi came from in a sense the inner circle, perhaps the reason why Mohammed bin Salman acted so insanely against him. He just couldn't take the fact that somebody who was once inside uh, the inner circles could be criticizing him.
1: Yes, um, Kashyap's last name is Turkish. Uh, it, it means spoon maker. You know, so the, the family that makes spoons. Hmm. That is a literally translation of wow. uh, the Turkish word, Jamal uh, Kashyap. That's how we pronounce in in Turkish. So it's a uh, Turkish last name. But uh, as you know, uh, there was uh, Ottoman state. Ottoman Empire ruled this uh, geography for hundreds of years and. And a lot of people uh, have ties with all these uh, families in Libya, in Saudi Arabia, and all other, actually, Arab states. And uh, it's just very normal. I think it's just a coincidence that, uh, you know, he has a Turkish last name. He might might have even Turkish roots. Um, But he was uh, a a citizen of Saudi Arabia, and uh, he was uh, killed because of his... Um, disagreements because of his criticism against the Saudi Crown Prince. And uh, he honestly didn't deserve this end. You know, he was uh, he was a young man. He was married to a, a Turkish uh, lady, and uh, they were going to get uh, married. And he was actually pulled into a trap uh, in Istanbul, uh, in a city where he would expect such uh, uh, an assassination plot at least. So uh, that's how um, the the Saudi uh, operators actually, um, you know, planned this. And um, this actually, uh, this is the main reason Turkey is following this
0: case so closely, because it happened in our territories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, in fact, um, it really is a horrific crime. Number one, and you've already spoken about the hypocrisy of it, that Jamal Khashoggi, I'll use the Arabic pronunciation, my Turkish is really bad. Um, that uh, the he that, that he was in fact um, an American citizen, um, an American citizen in a normal circumstances, the roof would all hell would have been raised. If this you know if this were to happen to, uh, let's say the the son of Kamala Harris, the the vice president of the United States, or they'd go to war basically if um, something like that happened to them.
1: I think um, Kashukchi was not um, a U.S. citizen, he was just a resident in Washington,
0: uh, D.C., in the U.S. Mm -hmm. If he was a citizen, I think the story might have been a little
1: more uh, different. Um, But as far as I know, and I think uh, it is correct... Uh, he is a U.S. resident. He was a U.S. resident. He was not a citizen of the U.S.
0: Right. And I was led to believe that he had dual citizenship, but obviously uh, I'm not as close to the story as, as you are and not as well informed as you are on, on, on that particular uh, side of, of things. Let's get back to, to the court case, because it looks like the Turkish court is going to be the only one that is going to pass any kind of uh, sentences on all the perpetrators of this very horrific uh, murder of Jamal Khashoggi. How far is that case at the moment? We know that uh, originally 20 people were named and another six people were added to the charge sheet.
1: I mean, yes, there was a court uh, proceeding, but um, it is uh, done in absentia and i mean uh, th- these people are not going to be brought to turkey or because of the court decision in turkey they will not be arrested in uh, in germany or in china when they mm. travel so, so this is mostly symbolic you know uh, yes these people are uh, criminals and they have a court case in turkey if they happen to um, enter into Turkish territory they will be in trouble but I don't think that will have any meaning beyond that at this at this point so this is mostly Turkey's way of showing the world that you know uh, Turkey as a sovereign country thinks that this group of people are responsible for this murder and we have done our court case against them and this is uh, this should be the example uh, the other countries should follow and um, this is just a starter to take the case to uh, an international body like United Nations or uh, some, some other um, uh, you know, international body that uh, really can do something, that can really impose sanctions or they can really punish the, the perpetrator uh, himself. Um, so this is mostly symbolic um, as far as I can say.
0: Well symbolic certainly beats uh, doing nothing. It's interesting that exactly, of course. Yeah, it's interesting. This happened to Jamal Khashoggi because we had the privilege of interviewing him, about three, four years ago, long before all the drama, and he came across as a very mild, moderate, well-mannered person, and the objections that he had against the Saudi regime were not unusual, not unreasonable. He wasn't a political extremist at all. Um, as the Saudis have tried to paint him out to be? Oh, they have uh, said
1: all kinds of things against uh, him. You know, they called him a CIA agent, they called him um, an extremist, and they called him everything uh, the, the person is not. Um, Jamal Khashoggi. was a very uh, mild person, as you said, and in his um, arguments, in his articles, he was supportive of Turkey. He was supportive of more uh, cooperation between Saudi Arabia and all other Sunni states, including Turkey. And he was a very positive uh, figure. But um, the Crown Prince, actually, when he came to power, he came with a very uh, heavy and strong agenda, and he wanted to. Uh, be the the only person deciding on everything in saudi arabia he has arrested all his relatives all his uh, all his princes uh Khalid bin tala and all others uh he confined them into a, a jail a hotel jail i mean uh and uh, they have extorted a lot of money out of them uh in the name of corruption uh, in the name of fighting corruption so um, he started as um, um like a a feria, uh, I would say, uh, like silencing everybody inside the country and outside the country. And because Jamal Khashoggi was more prominent uh, and more eloquent in his, um, um, you know, explaining of uh, what is going on in Saudi Arabia. And he was writing for Washington Post and uh, and it was uh, strong, it was important. And um, of course they wanted to uh, silence him. And he's not the only person. Actually, they uh, wanted to silence. You know, there are a lot of uh, threats going on um, against some uh, dissidents living in Canada, in other parts of the world. And uh, but but because of Jamal Khashoggi's case, and because of how it unfolded against the Saudi Crown Prince, I think they're not uh, ordering uh, any more hit uh, jobs uh, like this uh, because Saudi Arabia already got a lot of a lot of uh, bad reputation uh, from this, this case. And um, hopefully this will not repeat itself.
0: Let's hope it doesn't. It's been a very, very ugly chapter. And uh, for all of us working in the media, it's been nothing short of an absolute dark nightmare. Vakas Doguntakin, a Turkish journalist, talking to us live from that part of the world. It's been a great pleasure chatting to you.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Shafik.
0: Drive time <laughs>
1: ninety.